all right y'all i hope you are ready for this next episode because you are literally going to hear your girl have epiphanies uh during (laughs) this interview and it's so crazy we talk with Maura Hall, she is an actress, writer, producer, and recently a new author. Uh, She just wrote this book about love bombing, right? And I know super buzzwordy and all that kind of stuff, but um, she talks about love bombing and narcissists um, and scammers and all that kind of stuff and like the red flags and how to see what's coming before it's actually coming and how like narcissists are actually attracted mostly to empathetic people. I just, I, I, I can't, I can't even formulate words. I was so thrown in this entire interview because for the first time, I feel like I am talking to somebody who can give me instances and red flags, specific red flags and vocabulary to use in order to sift through the narcissists and the love bombers that, you know, are out there still. I just hope that this episode is as enlightening for you as it was for me. (laughs) Hey, Slay Nation. I am back with another episode of the So She Slays podcast. And today I'm super excited because I'm really, (laughs) this has been a thing for me, okay? This has been a thing for me and for like all of my friends. Um, But before we actually get involved in speaking about this thing um, I want to introduce our guest Maura Hall she is a actress writer producer and most recently an author oh my gosh I'm so excited to have you here please tell us about yourself and your book Hello, guys. My name is Mara Hall. I am the new author of Love Bombing, How to Avoid Narcissists and Scammers and Unlock the Treasures of Self-Love. It is basically a self-help book on narcissism that meets Fifty Shades of Grey, that meets Zane Sex Chronicles. So you have a little spicy, spicy, a lot of self-help, a lot of uh, uh, black erotica, if you will, and you know, different alternatives to sexuality and lifestyle. So, oh, I love it. Okay, so that lots of buzzwords. All right, lots of buzzwords. Now, yes. I like probably the audience. Um, when you're dating, or you know, whether you're off the market or not, whether you are, you know, fully cuffed still. I mean, cuffing season kind of is like nearing an end right so um one of the things (laughs) that I always run into is like the love bombing but I kind of feel like it's such a broad term so before we start sharing war stories over here um let's talk about what exactly love love bombing is a tactic that narcissists use to gain control over the person that they're dating or the person that they're involved with, where they inundate you with love and affection, and it moves very, 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 very fast. So whereas a regular relationship would start and you'll go through all of the measures of you know courting and it takes a long time to get to know someone, love bombing is totally the opposite, where it will take a day or two or a week and the person will tell you that they love you, that they want to spend the rest of their lives with you, that they want to marry you, that they want to be a stepfather to your children, all of these things to really hook you really fast and to get you addicted to them fast so that's what love bombing is oh okay oh my gosh this hits this hits my chest real hard because I had no idea what the heck love bombing was like I kind of figured like you know I mean I read about it but I wasn't really like I hadn't really experienced it right 
And so there, I've experienced it twice. And it was the second time experiencing it that I was like, oh, that's what that is. Yeah, That is what that is. And I'm talking about like dudes, you know, within it moves so hot and heavy and fast and it's like passionate and intense. And you're just like, and I'm a very passionate, intense person naturally. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. Like let's, let's, let's get to know each other. Let's do this. Right. 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 And then, but you know, what ends up happening is obviously it burns quick, right? There's no longevity in anything like that. And it's so surface level, Mm -hmm, like it's mm -hmm. so surface level. They're telling you all the things and they are, you know, making everything sound great, trying to make you feel safe and all this kind of stuff. And it's like in almost them trying too hard, I myself started noticing like, this is making me feel a little uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. like why, why am I feeling hesitant on my end? Well, mm-hmm. I'm feeling hesitant because I'm being bombarded by all this like great freaking sales talk. Well, you're you're being bombarded and you're feeling hesitant because those are the red flags that let you know that this is not normal, that this is not how a relationship is supposed to go. It takes time, it takes, it takes days, weeks, months to get to know someone and to really court them and really date them. A love bomber will will accelerate that process in a matter of days, hours, months. Where oh my gosh, weeks. weeks. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one in which I experienced that, I didn't know I, w- I, I had experienced it until after. Because right. it was like, we hit it off mm-hmm. so well, right? right. Like right. definitely like, you know, those first dates where you can sit there for like, and it, and it goes from like having coffee to like, dinner and like you know you're just chatting and you're having fun you're like oh my god this person is so cool we totally get along Mm -hmm. and then it's like then you go through the infatuation phase right so Mm -hmm. sometimes you're just like okay is this love bombing or is this infatuation because a lot of times it's hard to tell it's hard to tell but if it's too good to be true then it is Oh, girl. <laughs> if it's like, if they're telling you everything, because what love bombers do, they'll do a thing called mirroring you, where they will literally act just like you. And you'll think that this person is your soulmate because you have the same similarities, the same characteristics. But in actuality, they're copying you to make you feel like <laughs> they're your soulmate so that they can trick you. I and wish. They- Yes. Y'all, I wish you could see my face right now because I just connected (laughs) dots. I just connected dots, y'all. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh. The trickery. I look I was bamboozled. You were. You were. It's all a lie. Oh (laughs) my gosh. Oh, um. So is that like narcissism at the same time? Like, okay, because narcissists and narcissism um is another buzzword along with love bombing so I mean like how do I what's the like what's the difference are are they one and the same do the narcissists do the love bombing yes so narcissism if you were taking a a typical uh dictionary definition would be excessive interest in or admiration of one self and one's physical appearance that's narcissism Love bombing is a characteristic that narcissists use 
to trap you and get you under control and get you under their web and under their spell. Girl, I'm telling you, I'm only like a few, like, I don't know, I'm about a month or so, a little bit more out of coming out of uh something along this nature. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I had called my friends and I was like, yo, you know, like, cause I, I like to consider myself a pretty stable person, you right. know, pretty stable. Right. I don't know why I'd be attracting the crazies, uh, but I do. And this one though, I thought was pretty legit. Like we had like buttloads in common. Mm -hmm. We had same characteristics as far as communication goes. Blah, blah, blah. And you over here, you're like enlightening my, like my whole per perception of this person. Cause I was like, Yo, is this really how you act, or are you, are you just mirroring me? Would you what was it? Would you consider yourself an empath? Yes. Okay, so narcissists are usually attracted to empaths. Oh no! <laughs> oh, what? Because we're kind, we're giving, we're loyal, uh, we're ride or die. That's the type of person that they want because you're not going to question their tactics and the things that they do because you're going to think that they're just like you and they're not. Oh uh, my, I need to, what, <laughs> what? Yeah, it, it's, it's a I trick. I did not even know that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're attracted to empaths or people that are more empathetic. That are more empathetic. Right. I don't question. I take people at face value until something starts feeling a little off. Like, I sh okay, we will, we will discuss this. Like, I'm not going to mention this person's name, but, um, I was talking to the co-founder of So She Slays, which so happens to be one of my best friends. Like she's my sister. I've known her for years. So right. she like, I mean, she knows me. All right. She knows me. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking with her and I legitimately had this thought. I was like, look, um, I feel like the energy has shifted a little bit with him. Okay. I go, he is still acting the same mm -hmm. but I feel mm, you know I feel a little something off there's an energy shift I can't pinpoint it I don't know I can't exactly tell you why I'm feeling this way but I'm feeling this way mm -hmm. and I was like but I don't know if this is legitimate or right. if this is my trauma right yeah oh so it's like is this my trauma talking or is this you know my um intuition my gut instincts quote unquote right mm -hmm. so, she was like you know what girl just like you know mirror his effort like mirror his effort mirror what he's gonna do and all that kind of stuff and she's like let's just see how this plays out maybe mm -hmm. he is just like going through something or whatever you know give give some grace right absolutely mm -hmm. i shit you not <laughs> two weeks later Two weeks later to the day, this mm -hmm. dude calls it off because he quotes and quotes, like quote unquote, feels disconnected. Right, right. And I was like, okay, one, we had already had conversations about how relationships require work and mm -hmm. communication. And um, I was like, well, it's kind of funny where you're all about me, but then, you know, I am busy where you're not the like main event of my life because I have other things going on. Um, and we're heading into the quote unquote real life of things. Um, 
I'm like how you're going to just dip and quote unquote, lose interest or feel disconnected and not even be like, you know what? I'm feeling disconnected. Is there a way we can maybe balance both of our schedules? Like, so that we can like link up more. Cause that would be the logical thing in my head. No, they, they don't not do what happened. No, it's not. What, what you were experiencing was the devalue where they devalue you and then they discard you. So once he saw that you weren't, giving everything that he needed because it's all about him he immediately went to okay i'm just going to throw her away okay Ooh. but all in that before you get to that point you've already went through the love bombing stage so you're already connected and hooked to him if you will so when he starts to devalue you and discard you you're like what's going on like wait 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 and then you gave him a a, a viable solution to the problem and narcissists don't like that they don't they don't like you to have to be solution based in your approach to have an answer to a problem because they'll they're always going to have a um a perpetual problem. It's always going to be a problem. It's always going to be issue. They're never going to try to solve it because that keeps you confused in a relationship. Oh my God. Okay. Do they know they're doing this? Yes. What? They know that they're doing this. They do. I, I don't know if they, I don't know if there's like a, a narcissism handbook that they read, but it's like all narcissists do the same things and it's been proven, you know, through. And they are aware that they're doing this. They are aware that they're doing this. Yes, they know that, because basically at the heart of it, narcissists, and, and it's different from someone being a selfish person and someone being a narcissist. A narcissist is truly like dead on the inside, soulless on the inside. They only care about oh themselves. Oh my gosh, Mara, you are true. Okay, so many red flags are popping up now. Okay. Hindsight's 2020, y'all, okay? Because this man even straight up told me, he's like, yeah, some of my friends say that I, like, I don't have enough feelings. Red flag, number one. And they'll tell you too, like, uh, so what I noticed, like after I was dating my said narcissist, I would meet guys that would be narcissists. And like one of them told me he was a narcissist. Well, some people say I'm a narcissist. I said, are you a narcissist? Like, do are you selfish? Do you do this? Ah, da, 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 da. And like after a week, I could see that he was a narcissist because all he cared about was himself. Red flags is someone that's always talking about themselves all the time. They never ask you, well, how was your day? What's going on with you? It's always, everything is about them. Everything is centered around them, about their lives. Everything is about them. Or you're there to help facilitate what's about them. Oh my gosh. Okay, so he did express interest in my life, how I'm doing, what's going on with me. So that there is bombing. that. That yep. was the love bombing at the, the love bombing aspect of it. Oh Lord, I just... So many dots, so many dots have just connected for yours truly. Let me just tell you. Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all, I did not even realize I was being love bombed until after the fact by a narcissist. I didn't even know he was a narcissist until like two minutes ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh man, this dating thing is rough. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough, but now that you have the information. You can better equip yourself when you see it head on. You're like, okay, that's a red flag. And listen to the red flags because a lot of times we'll be in these situations with narcissists or without narcissists. When you see something is not right, it's not right. And listen to your intuition. Listen to your to yourself, your inner self that's telling you, hey, boo, this ain't right. Let me move on. Let me, you know, make the proper provisions to get up out of this because it's not right. You just have okay. to listen to yourself. I'm so, oh my God. See, now I just want to, See, this is the issue with, with me and my curiosity, because now I just want to talk to a narcissist and be like, 
do you realize you're doing all of this stuff? Like, do you, do you freaking feel bad at all? Does it not even phase you? Do you just feel like people should accommodate you because that's just who you are? Well, most narcissists, unless they're self-aware narcissists and they, they understand what they are and they're trying to be better, they're not going to admit to what they're doing. Uh, there are several people, several narcissism influencers on on Instagram, one in particular, his name is Lee Hammond. He's a self-aware narcissist. His page on there is mental illness. And he talks about like the fact that he's a narcissist and why he does what he does. And he also gives different skits and different scenarios on why narciss narcissists are who they are and why they make the decisions that they make. And so that was very helpful for me and for everyone else that's in this love bombing community to just see these signs and to, to hear what's going on. Because you literally, when you're going through this and you're dealing with the narcissist, you literally feel like you are losing your mind. I was, I felt blindsided. I didn't feel like I was losing my mind, but I felt a little blindsided in the fact that like this was even happening. I was like, this kind of goes against everything that you said you wanted and that you believed mm -hmm. is how a relationship would function. Right, right, right. Well, you know, maybe yours didn't last as long you got out of it before it got serious. Well, because um, my life started getting a little busier is what happened. And so mm -hmm. he couldn't be priority one. He okay. had to be priority two or three because I had other things happening. And he didn't like that. So and he didn't like that. Although I myself was like priority three or four because he had two very, very important, you know, things that he was doing. And as me being super understanding, I was like, okay, I get it. I get that I can't be one all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, that's mm -hmm. life. That's an adult. <laughs> that's what you right. do. But for you to put him as two or three, he didn't like that. And so that's when he immediately cut it off. But he did you a favor because you didn't get so caught up in it. Like you were at the beginning stages, but you didn't get under the hooks and under the claw. So I'll just give you an example. The person, my narcissist, I was dating, whereas uh, we met on an online app. And from that online app, it was a, a, a live streaming app. And we would see each other every day on this app. We were going into each other's rooms because it was a live streaming app where we would create revenue from the app. And we would support each other on the app. So it was like, it was during the pandemic and it seemed like um, I knew this person because I would be in his living room. He would be in my living room 24 seven because we're on this app. And everything just moved very, very quickly. He was a lot younger than me. Um, and he immediately started love bombing me by telling me, oh my gosh, you're, you're my type of woman. I want to spend the rest of my life with you where that came to, I want to come visit you because he lived in another state. Uh, he bought a ticket to come visit me. But before that, in the love bombing stage, it got very, very sexual, very fast, mm -hmm. um, where we were having phone sex a lot mm -hmm. and that accelerated the love bombing even more because now I'm attracted to him mentally but I'm also attracted to him physically and yes. then consummated that whole thing when he came to visit me and so the love bombing started in my home where he just solidified everything and you know this person like reawakening reawakened me sexually and yeah. it 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 was like severe soul ties that I'm connected to this person. We're like mentally, physically attached. We have cords that are connected, like our chakras are connected. And it was very, very intense. It was very um, euphoric. Uh, it was very yeah. 
very like I, if I would see fireworks, that's how I feel. That's how I felt with this person. And when he left, everything changed. That's when the devalue and the discard started to happening happen. And when I would mention, okay, why are we not talking as much? What what's going on? It would be like, oh, you're needy or you're this or you're that. And then I would start, you know, complaining about certain things on the app where I was supporting him on the app with gifts, but he wasn't reciprocating that. And anytime I would mention that, it became a very, very, very big problem. And with that problem, that's when everything just all hell started to break loose. And um, <laughs> I just kept questioning and then he broke up with me and it didn't make any sense. I'm like, why are you trying to break up with me when I'm trying to work this out? I'm trying to fix this. Let's come to a solution. Let's get somebody, you know, a third party in that can talk to us because we're not getting along. We will argue. And I'm, I'm abbreviating everything where as you know, the breakup happened, I started to see who he really was just by sitting back and you know, looking at his Instagram, looking at the people that comment on his Instagram, long story short, he has a girlfriend. His girlfriend actually dropped him off at the airport to come visit me, okay? Not only does he have a girlfriend, but he has several women that he's talking to. So narcissists always have three, four, five people in the wings that they're talking to to gain narcissistic supply. And as, you know, I just started peeling back those layers of that onion, I saw that this dude wasn't worth a hill of beans and that he was a, a, a sociopath. So- Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot. I can't. I cannot. Okay, see these freaking apps. <laughs> let me tell you, I, Lord, they be causing more damage than what they're they worth. Do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now that you know, we both obviously have experienced this. We are not the only ones. I can tell you, there is plenty of them. Like it took me round two for me to realize what the heck was happening. Right, the first time it happened, I was like, "Your girl was a mess." I was yeah. like, what just happened? Right, uh, right. And so about this book, yes. what exactly? I mean, we both have gone through it. We both experienced it. So what exactly can I get from this book? So you can get a step-by-step -step guide of what happens when you're dealing with the narcissist through uh, a story loosely based off of my experience. So my my book is nonfiction. Um, well, it's fiction, but it talks about everything that happened to Heather, uh, a social media star who fell in love with a person that she had no idea who he was. And mm -hmm. so with that, it tells a story that happened to Heather, but it also points out all of the different characteristics of a narcissist, what they do, how they do it, and you see what they're doing by the story, what's happening mm -hmm. in the story. So it shows you what to do when you see a narcissist. It also shows you how you need to heal from it and how you can avoid it by listening and reading this story. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it's like almost like a, you learn, you learning through the experience of the main character. You're, you're learning through the experience of the main character. And you're also learning what happens with a person who has it all, quote unquote, but they fall victim to this type of person where this can happen to anybody, man, women, men, women, affluent, poor, the whole gamut, everyone has experienced this or most people have experienced it more than less. And then the problem is that we don't talk about it because we're embarrassed, we're embarrassed, we're embarrassed. The shame, the stigmatism that comes with it, like 
what happened to me, I don't want to share this with anyone because it's like, okay, I'm an actress on TV. I'm on Grey's Anatomy. I'm on Scandal. I'm on all these shows. And this happened to her. Yeah, it did. And the problem as, as why it did is because people don't talk about it. If I had known about narcissism and known that this was going on and known about love bombing, I would have been able to see the signs and that would have helped me out through this whole ordeal. But I didn't know anything about it. I just literally felt like I was in the twilight zone until I started doing my research. I started looking up everything, going through Instagram, going through Facebook, seeing all these quotes, joining all these communities about narcissism. And I learned and I educated myself about it. And the only thing I could do to heal was to journal and write about it. And that helped me through this process. Oh my gosh. I mean, <clears throat> I journal too. And I think for me, you're right. He did do me a favor when he dipped for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because like, yeah, I, I was like, Hey, I was totally like in, I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, it had been a couple of months and I'm like, naturally now you start talking about, um, all right, where's this going? You know, that kind of a thing. Whereas for him and how he was talking about it, especially when I was trying to be very practical about solutions and like, Hey, um, this is just how I'm feeling. Like, you know, but I even told them, I was like, look, I can't control your feelings. So if you're already past it, like I would just appreciate the honesty and just telling me that you're past it. Right. And, right. Um, he did. He's like, I think I'm past it. And I was just like, damn, that was quick. Mm -hmm. I was like, cause in my head, I'm the type of person where I'm just like, if you can be past it in like a couple of weeks, it wasn't shit to begin with. Right. Like, it wasn't anything to begin with. Um, and I felt bamboozled. I felt lied to yeah. because I was like, this is nothing of what we talked about, but there was a few red flags. Hindsight's 2020, 20, right? Yeah. There was a few red flags and I will admittedly say I noticed the red flags. I, I think I myself have to get a little bit better at this. Mm -hmm. I noticed the red flags, but mm -hmm. I literally took it and I didn't. And I like just placed it off into the side. And the guy was like, I want to see what else this mm -mm. means. No, you, you can't. Moving forward, you can't do that. You, you have to see them and say, whoa, let me stop. Let me go to the left. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of me, like, I guess, like uh, spending more time or investing more time. It's like the red flags. Because there was a point when he did say like, oh, my friend said I don't have like enough feelings or anything like that. At that point, I was like, uh, okay. Um, and then the other part of it, he started saying stuff about kids and I was like two months, two weeks in to knowing him. And I was like, you need to slow down. I even told him, I was like, uh, slow down. I ain't trying to get knocked up right now. Like, no. Did he, did he talk about another characteristics, a characteristic that you see or a tendency that narcissists do is that they'll talk about their former uh, partners or their relationships saying that that person was evil or they're stalking them or they're crazy and all of that is lies too because they're probably still dating that person it's so crazy so literally it was interesting because it was um at least what he started telling me was like the ex what um they were together not together mm -hmm. on and off for mm -hmm. like three years Okay. I was like, okay. One that's toxic. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little toxic. Uh, you know, freaking make a choice, stick with it. Uh, and then on top of that too, I was like, okay. 
well, you know, it's probably a learning experience, pandemic. I try not to judge people, you know, people, other people, you know, it was the pandemic. Everybody was going through things, right? Everybody, I'm like, yes. all right, I'm not going to sit here and judge you and be, say that you are this, that, and the other, right? Right. Okay, fine. Um, And then it was, it was the ex was a good girl, just not what he was looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool like a little bit more time goes on and and he started talking about other people that he has dated yeah right and mm-hmm. i was like damn in the back of my mind i was like you you could go through these women like i'm like unless you're telling me that like this is spanned over like your entire lifetime um like this you you seem to like go through them and right. i even told him that I was like, I'm like, damn, you out here really doing some shit, aren't you? Yeah, and, and He's like, everybody says that I'd be like doing all this stuff, but it's like, you know, I'm just dating. It's not that big of a deal. And I was like, okay, okay, you know, you know, we're just gonna, we're gonna see where this goes. I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Um, And then it was, went from her being a cool person, just not what he was looking to, you know, like they had made decisions as a couple to like move forward and then according to him she just decided it wasn't working anymore Mm -hmm. and wanted to take a step back um, and reassess and then but still have a relationship Mm -hmm. and um he was like you don't step back from moving forward like if we have to step back like what what is there mm-hmm. you know how do we move forward like if you're already having second thoughts and second guessing all of this stuff like no like it can't move forward well in in that it's all all trickery because you know i i even it's all trickery girl i'm over here trying to just de- i feel like i'm deciphering some sort of like lock or something like that oh, yeah. well it's all trickery because I remember my friends told me, you know, Mara, you're moving too fast. You don't know this guy from a can of paint. He could be a psychopath. He could be all of these things. And I'm like, no, I think he's cool. You know, he likes me. Why wouldn't he like me? Why wouldn't he be in love with me? I'm in love with me. So why shouldn't he love me? Right. And, facts. Yeah, facts. <laughs> big facts. So, but no, they were a hundred percent correct. So when your friends are telling you like, this is moving too fast. Like, I don't like this dude. Like, listen to your friends because they can see things that you can't see. Mm. Because you're you're looking at this relationship, you're looking at this person with rose-colored glasses, and if it looked like a duck, it's a duck. It quacked like a duck, it's a duck. So yeah. all of the signs were there, red flags. It's just up to us to see those and to just like have our boundaries, have our questions, like knowing certain questions that you ask when you're dating, what type of characteristics you want in a man. But then after you ask these questions, also have like action-based tasks to see if they can you know because talk is cheap people can say whatever they want to say it's like the actions speak louder the actions speak louder than words and you know it's just certain things that you know like if you're religious if you're spiritual what do you believe in like if you come from a two-parent home like what kind of family do you come from what was your mother what was your father like a lot of times if you know that someone went through a lot of trauma as a child that could be one 
a sign for narcissism because they have unhealed trauma, unhealed wounds that they haven't gotten through with and they haven't been in counseling. Like mental health is very important. Uh, black and brown people, we do not go to counseling and get our mental health fixed. We'll go to the regular doctor. Well, some of us don't even go to the doctor. I was like, some of us don't even do that. <laughs> no, we don't. So just, you know, asking these hard questions. Do you believe in therapy? Do you believe in counseling? Do you believe in, in having strong mind, body, and soul? All of these things that you are going to ask to vet the person that you're dating so that you can avoid going through this. Absolutely. And I think too, um, in hindsight, girl, this man had actually like gone to therapy for like three years. He says, he says, so I should have seen, you know what? Hindsight's 2020. We're all learning. Um, I should have asked more about what that was. What that was. What does that entail? Because my guy said he was in therapy too, since he was like a little kid. But let's define therapy. What's let's define therapy. Let's define therapy. And-, and these people wonder why people come out the gate, men and women, out the gate with like interview questions because we've been bamboozled, okay? Bamboozled one too many times. Yes, yes. And there's a way to ask the questions without... um being like question after question after question after question it's a way that you can you can weave it in and and be a little bit productive with with those questions that you have um you just have to figure out that way to do that so that you don't seem like you're inspector gadget trying to figure out everything and trying to learn everything but you definitely got to ask the questions like closed mouth don't get fed like ask the hard questions absolutely oh my gosh will, will prevail and it will show you with time And that's why you got to take time developing the relationship, letting it run its course. The person should court you, should date you. If they're trying to have sex with you too fast, that's a sign too. But maybe that's what you want to do. That's fine as well. But know that if you do that, there's consequences with that for women Mm -hmm. and for men, but more so with women, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And also too, I think um, it's just learning how to see the signs, right? So we, um, to kind of bring this, you know, together. I get, I should say at the end of things, I always like to kind of give people action items or like what to kind of look for. Uh, so what would you say are the biggest red flags um, or maybe some tips to like spot this before we get too invested? Okay, so tip number one, if they are telling you everything that you want to hear, that's one big red flag. If they're, it's one thing to, you know, say, oh, you're beautiful, but if they say it a million times and they keep repeating it, keep repeating it, that's love bombing. If they want to move fast with you, they want to move into your apartment or they want to go on lavish trips and you've only known them for three days, that's a red flag. Uh, If they're monopolizing your time, calling you all the time, texting you all the time, inundating your emails all the time with with conversation with them, that's a red flag. Um, If they don't want you to talk to any of your friends or they don't want to meet any of your friends, that's a red flag as well. Because if if you get them in your circle, then your friends will see what they're giving and they'll know um, who they are fast. So all of those things can help you at the beginning of a relationship if someone is trying to love bomb you. And by all means, don't just take my word for it. My book is coming out. Uh, The pre-orders are about to end on November the 30th, but you can definitely order it on my website at www.lovebombingthebook.com. Pre-orders are open right now. Right now with the pre-order, you get... uh, 
an autographed copy of the book signed by me and a little uh, wonderful note of, of praise and passion for me, but go to my website. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Mara underscore Hall and love bombing the book. And I would love for you for you guys to support me and learn more about love bombing. Follow me on all socials. I'm here if you have questions, if you want to talk about it, you want to jump on my live, come through. I am open because you should not go through this shit alone. Hello? Oh, seriously. And you know what? More people need to be talking about it. You've you've mentioned that yourself uh, before. More people do need to talk about this because I think we have a vague idea of what it is, but I don't think that anybody really realizes what it is until like they go through it. Right. Um, and it's definitely one of those things where it may not be the most loveliest part of yourself you want to admit to get bamboozled I don't think anybody wants to admit that um, I will full-fledged admit that and have no shame about it I was like uh I totally bought into this and now I know better uh so hopefully with today's podcast with your lovely book Mara uh I hope that more people are just gonna say look it happened to me um I'm not gonna do it again I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna realize these signs yeah and all we can do is equip ourselves to know the signs and to combat it and to spread the word if you see your friend going through it if you see the signs that they're dating a man or a woman that could possibly be a narcissist just tell them hey you know those tendencies are a little um are a little indicative of, of a narcissist. Another term, gaslighting. Ooh, gaslighting. Yeah. Oh, is gaslighting kind of like the same as narcissism and love bombing or what is that? So so there's a whole dictionary, not dictionary, but a whole maybe list of maybe 10 vocabulary words that go with narcissism and gaslighting is one of them. That's when your narcissist or your love bomber will tell you one thing, but you know that that's not true. Okay, <laughs> but they'll say, no, no, no. Oh, that, that's, that's what happened. And they'll make you think that you're literally crazy, but no, this is what happened. You told me you were going down the street and that you were turning left. No, 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 no. I told you I was turning right. And I was going to do a flip at the end of the corner. That's what I told you. No, I, 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 I remember what you said. You told me you were going to, to the store to the left. No, I told you I was going to the right. And they will keep lying and keep gaslighting you to, to keep you <laughs> hooked and make you lose your mind. Like you losing your damn mind. You're losing your damn mind. Mm -hmm. oh my geez uh, I, I, I'm like I'm totally freaking blown away right now <laughs> and in my book I have all of the terms gaslighting ghosting devalue discard mirroring um future faking There's so many terms. girl that future faking I'm like quit trying to sell me on your vision right now stop it <laughs> stop it this man over here trying to be like oh we can you know have family and do this and this is what I like I envision and I was like Boy, we are two weeks into this. I'm going to need you to slow down. You don't know shit, okay? Yeah. I don't know shit about you. Like, relax, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so that, that right there should have been my first clue. And from now on, I will listen. <laughs> I will listen. And I won't be taking those red flags and just putting them off to the side and be like, We're, let's just see Let's just see what happens. My damn curiosity swear gonna kill me one of these days. <laughs> no, don't let your curiosity kill you. No, run, 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 Forrest, run. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely running from now on. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Um, and you know, this, uh, your book comes out, uh, officially 
on February 14th. So um, Valentine's Day is such an appropriate time, right? Uh, Where can people buy the book? You can buy the book on my website, www.lovebombingthebook.com. That's lovebombingthebook.com. And it will also be available on Amazon and all of your major literary retailers, Barnes and Nobles, Walmart, Target, all the places that you can buy books, my book will be there. But the first stop right now, you can get it on my website for an autographed copy. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, Slay Nation, we'll catch you later. Slay you later. (laughs) 